back to What Have You, the mini Advent surprise <laughs> podcast for December 7th. I'm mostly just pretty impressed with us for getting all the way to seven without fizzling and, out. And, well, okay, so December 7th, there still is a surprise in your What Have You Advent calendar. We're pulled it off. Yeah. We got a yeah. little goodie today. <laughs> um, I think what we were thinking we needed to talk about is why it matters that you bother to celebrate with stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a pretty fundamental, <laughs> obvious biggie on the eye chart issue that this is the incarnation. But but here's the thing. Many people get themselves into a worry about how materialistic it is. Uh, absolutely. And many people ought to. Because yeah, if yeah. if your whole concept of what we're doing here is... And actually, this is a thing that I... That delights me, but it's terrible. Okay. But that terrible delights. <laughs> yeah. From the Department of Terrible Delights. Uh, unbelievers know that, like, there is so much power in Christmas that if you watch, like, any Hallmark Christmas movie, they're like, but they don't got, they don't got any idea why it's powerful. So no. they always have this big resolution is that. I had moved to the city to be part of a development firm, but now I've come to understand that hot chocolate is good. <laughs> the down home. Now I came back yeah. and I realized that hot chocolate with marshmallows. With flannel. And flannel and, and, and decorating sugar cookies. These are the things that matter. Uh-huh. And you're like, uh-huh. you know, the thing that's funny is that hot chocolate marshmallows and sugar cookies do matter. But they only matter when people are using them in an expression of yeah. delight of what our God did for us. And it is true that the sort of godless celebration of Christmas that is just focusing on this stuff is truly... Like, well, it's just really empty. But even there, I feel like we can look on the bright side. Do you remember years ago? I think this happened to Nate. Um, he overheard it. Or maybe it was you. Um, but I remember the story. I think was in some store in the mall. And there was an obvious leftist. Very, very <laughs> secular leftist person. Um, and that's not a... We all know. You can tell. Okay, and this person, yeah. this person was there talking to an acquaintance they'd bumped into who was like Indian, like from India, Indian. Okay. And the American was like, so what are you doing for Christmas? And the, the Indian lady, maybe guy, I don't know, just gave the biggest deadpan look and said, I don't celebrate your Christian holidays. <laughs> And the the other person just the looked, leftist person looked so like, taken aback because they had just been lumped in as celebrating a Christian holiday. And boy, do they. And the thing is, is that they are, and we can still be grateful for the small mercies. Yeah. That, well, that's like being in a in a godless superstore and hearing it blasting out joy to the world yeah, in the background. Let receive her king. Yes. <laughs> let every heart prepare him room. You know? Yeah. And you got to love that. And but, you're like, okay, it's not ideal. No, it isn't. No, and it's, it's a not, long way to go. But, but, the, but, but what I mean is that in, on no, in no planet 
do sugar cookies and hot chocolate have what it takes to hold a family no. together? They're not the glue. To keep, but yeah, there's nothing. No. But everyone knows. It's like they're trying to dress up with the things that they know are like component parts of this real joy. And, and that's the thing that like as a Christian mother, as you are or daughter or whatever role you have in your family, as you are getting ready to celebrate Christmas, think in terms of the fact that all of this is at our disposal to use because the son of God became a man. Like, yeah. because he actually dwelt among us. Came into and, this material world. And I, yes, exactly. And while I don't, there's a lot of corn dogginess in the Christian <laughs> world when it comes to things like, you know, happy birthday, Jesus, that kind of, like, sure. that this is, as though this is an office birthday party for right. Jesus <laughs> and we got him a sheet cake, you know, like, that, and this is what, like, I know there's a lot of corniness about that, but if Christ himself as a man, which he is, came to your house to see how you're celebrating <laughs> that, <laughs> it would it should actually be real things that is food and and a like an atmosphere of joy and like because he actually is present. It really did happen. It's not an imaginary world. It's not a. Um, Think of the woman, idealized hyper spiritual thing. The woman who anointed Jesus's feet, mm-hmm. and it it wouldn't have had the same ring if she was like I sat in the corner and thought pious thoughts. It's yeah. like no, she did something, and she did something lavish and expensive, and that cost a lot, and that cost her a lot. Yeah, and that Judas minded. Yeah. <laughs> Just keeping it real with the way it rolls around people. And and basically the point is not that you have to be um, spending over the top amounts of money or you have to be whatever. But in principle, you should be willing to really let it rip for Christmas. This is a glorious statement of like something that actually impacts every part of your life it's not the moment that everything changed exactly like like oh and i know there's a lot of squabbling about whether or not it was really on december 25th and you know what that part is sort of like neither here nor there i kind of think there's lots of good reasons to think it quite easily was or somewhere nearby but you know what it, it's, it really doesn't matter. This is the time when we celebrate we're marking it. it. It's yeah. like we're marking that moment when everything changed. Uh-huh. And the fact, it, it didn't just change somewhere in the fourth dimension. It changed here on this earth. And it changed, it changed your kitchen. And it changed <laughs> your marriage. And it changed your children. And it changed the civilization in which you live. And it's like the incarnation is the moment where, obviously... The Son of God took on flesh. So you take that wonderful theological concept and you make it flesh and for make your it, people. For your people, make it a lot more than this is the time of year when we have freaked hot chocolate. Or, or freaked out over the newest toy or huh. something. Right. Or But also just like you make it far more of a because of Jesus, we do this we have this we enjoy this like we you know when our kids were really little that was the thing that was i that was in the questions that dad always asked at sabbath like um 
you know, what is Christmas? He would, the little Sabbath questions, um, then say Mary bursting, is that what they said? And then, uh, and what is it like? And they'd say it's Mary, you know, like does, does God give gifts? And it's like, yes. Does he give good gifts? Like, yes. Is, and then I can't remember what the question is, but that it's Jesus is the light of the world. Like, what does it mean? Yeah that Jesus is the light of the world. Like, and so from a really little age, we're talking with our little kids about why can you be at a dining room table with your cousins, with chocolates on the table and candles and food coming. It's because Jesus is the light of the world. Like this is why we have this fellowship. This is why we're here. And it does not, um, one of the things that always made me laugh. So I think I, I, last year I listened to God rest. No. Yeah. God rest you, Mary. Mm. Uh, which I do recommend if you have like questions about the theology of why we would celebrate like this, uh, it's on Canon plus. You can listen to, uh, that. And he does address the historic questions about Mm -hmm. Christmas. So I know a lot of sincere Christians are bothered by that kind of like pagan origins of the holiday or whatever. And I, I can't remember his argument because dad in that book, he says he doesn't actually it doesn't historically really float that it was Saturnalia. No, like it no, just doesn't yeah. actually, it looks like separate things were happening at the same sure. time, but not like we tried to whitewash a different holiday. It was yeah. like there was a pagan holiday happening when the Christian holiday started happening. Yeah. So whatever. But I don't remember his real arguments about that. But before that time, I can remember him saying to people like, so what? Like we used to be pagan too. Like the whole, like what it's sort of like saying, say you were raised in a pagan culture and then you become a Christian. Are you not allowed to make the food that was from, you know, like, are you not allowed to be like, as a Christian, I still do whatever. Anyways, I'm just saying, don't be, um, afraid as though like when Christ was in his earthly ministry, he upended so many things where when a person with leprosy touched him, they would be healed rather than him becoming unclean. So all through the old Testament, you know, if you came into contact with death, came into contact with leprosy or, or a woman bleeding or, you know, like whatever you came into contact with, you'd be the unclean one. Jesus mows through his ministry on earth, touching the unclean and making it, clean or whole or healed or mm-hmm. like in it's a complete Reversal. system change. Yeah. It's yeah. like everything is different now. And so don't celebrate his incarnation as though anything unclean that touches him will be corrupting Christ. Sure. When the reality is the power goes the other direction. Like when yeah. you are honestly, faithfully, I'm not trying to say bring your big sins no, to the celebration. You're not saying celebrate like an unbeliever. I am. No, but I am actually, <laughs> I guess in a way I am saying do bring your big sins to the celebration. <laughs> but what I mean is bring them to the celebration. Like you are the woman with the issue of blood that just had the faith to come yeah. to Christ and, touch his garment and don't, I'm not saying don't treasure your sins. Don't treasure like, no, it's not like, yay, it's Merry Christmas. Let's get drunk. That's not what I'm recommending. (laughs) 
just going to be clear. But, but do act like a Christian who trusts that this actually is our Savior, who actually became a man, who actually walked around came and to healed. This world. Came to this world to heal our suffering, our sin, our brokenness. Like, what a tremendous gift. And don't tell me that that's something we're supposed to celebrate minus the sugar, minus the expense, <laughs> minus the fuss and bother. Like right. it's not a thing right. to just feel in your heart. Right. Although and you should, you feel should it feel in your, it heart. your heart. But I think that we all understand that like, um, <clears throat> if you had like your anniversary maybe, and then your husband never mentioned it at, in any real way, but then kind of later said, Oh, well, I, I mean, in my heart I was, Loving you. Mm-hmm. You know, like we would feel like, well, come on, show it. <laughs> also, now, more than that, you it's different even than an anniversary because then you're talking about two sort of peers sure. having a thing. Sure. When you're a mother, you're actually teaching your children yeah. what it means. And the obligation yeah. is is real. And I just mean like... We all understand that if you mean it, show it. Are you just admiring yeah, the light? Really killer. The light is just so gorgeous right now. That's how I, it just, the sun came out. I yeah. feel like I should, well. Here we are in our mini podcast, like already wasting time with pausing no. and taking pictures no. out the window. Anyway, it won't okay, be a waste. Guys. We'll share okay, it. Okay, guys. Okay. Celebrate Until with stuff. Tomorrow, be more incarnationally accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then fun. do it tomorrow too. Okay, bye bye.